Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode number 69 of the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media. We're going to set the slate for the NLCS and talk about an outstanding all-star season with the one and only left fielder of your Cincinnati Reds, Jesse Winker. You are the guest on episode 69 of the Chris Rose Rotation, you sexy dog. Congratulations. I appreciate it. I appreciate the honor. It's... um. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Where's that going on the resume, by the way? Uh, it's it's officially entering the resume. We'll see where you know where the show goes for you, and then I'm just gonna you know it'll secret it'll kind of just climb up every uh, you know every rank that you hop up. It's gonna hop up with it. So how about that? So right now, is it is it higher or lower than starting the All Star Game in Denver? Uh, lower, but not by much. How about that? Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Where are we? How's the off season? I know it's only been a few weeks, but what's going on? I'm in Cincinnati right now. Um, and, uh, everything's been going well. Um, just, uh, getting ready to, um, head back to Florida and, you know, spend some time with the family and, uh, enjoy some Buffalo Bills games. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that momentarily. Uh, last time I, I talked to you, I think, um, via Zoom, you were in your place in Orlando and you were still waiting for a couch to be delivered. And all you had were basically hardwood floors. And that was about it. Have we actually decorated this place finally? Yeah, there's furniture. There's furniture. There's there's a TV. There's um, my, my daughter's entire room is set up. Um, so we... We're we're rocking and rolling down there in Orlando now. So you you we've we've made a lot of progress this past year. How how old is your daughter now? A year and a half. Okay. So is she like this is the time when kids are eighteen months are playing with everything. Are you the dad that's getting down on the floor playing with everything? You know what are we doing? Yeah. No. I'm I'm in the action for sure. I'm in the fight. Um, it's fun. It is so much fun. I, you know, it's cool because you see, uh, like I see my daughter, um, she's learning so much day in and day out, but the cool part about being a parent is you're learning with her, mm. you know, and, um, it's just, it's amazing. It, it's, it's so much fun. And, um, I, I enjoy every day of it. You know, there's, there's, uh, you know, you and I, we've probably been called a lot of things in our life, but being called dad is like the best. And that's, uh, it's, um, it's amazing, man. It really is. It's cool. I'm telling you, though, those twos are right around the corner. I'm, I, I just... I've heard terrible twos, but I'm just I'm holding out. You know, she's uh, she's been amazing. She's been a little angel baby so far. Um, she she does have a little bit of an attitude mm. um, and she definitely probably gets that from me. Like, I would say definitely she probably gets her, her attitude from me. But um, it's all good. We have a good time. And I know my family's looking forward to seeing her, too. On Sundays or in this this case for this week, Monday, do we dress right. her up in Buffalo Bills gear? Yeah, she's got she's got a bunch of Bills attire. She's got, you know, a little cheerleader outfit. She's got shirts, she's got hats, she's got beanies, socks, she's got the whole nine. Um, she's ready. She's you know, she's already in the Bills Mafia and um she can't say Bills Mafia yet, but we're working on it. So do you, have you bought her little tables to jump through? Um, no, but maybe her and I will just jump through a table together. I don't know. 
you know, maybe it'll be something that she gets a little older. One of these off seasons, we'll just, you know, jump through the table. <laughs> I love it for people that they're like, well, wait a second. Jesse lives down in Florida. Explain why you are part of Bill's mafia. So I was born up in Niagara Falls, New York. And when you're from Niagara Falls, New York, you are a Bills fan. And my whole family's from up there. And we moved down to Orlando when I was seven, um, six or seven. My mom says six. I say seven. So she's probably right. So it's probably six, six or seven, whatever. Um, and, you know, it, once you're born in, it, it is what it is. Um, so I've been a Bills fan my whole entire life, just like everybody else in my family. And, you know, they've really uh, turned it up a notch these past couple of years. So it's been fun to be a fan of the team. And, you know, the city – the city supports them. Probably they get behind this football team, just like, you know, probably one of the best sports cities, in my opinion, you know, obviously I'm biased, but if you're looking for support from fans and getting behind a team, I don't think there's any better city than Buffalo, New York for the bills. So it's uh it's fun, man. They're, they're well coached and they, you know, they just beat the chiefs and they kind of just really, really just beat the chiefs and in, in Kansas city. So it was, something, it was fun to watch. And, um, you know, like I said, it's a fun time to be a Bills fan. Come on, dude. Puff out your chest. You handed Mahomes his first double-digit loss. Don't say, well, they beat the Chiefs. And don't give me well, all this I, bullshit coach I, speak. I, you can be a fan, motherfucker. Let's go. Right. I didn't do anything. I just sat on the couch and watched and, and clapped. And um, <laughs> But, yeah, like you said, it's a huge win for a team that, you know, I've, I've been watching some of the matchups, and it, it's always uh, – you know, when, when teams go face the Chiefs, like like when the Ravens went and faced the Chiefs, it was like Lamar versus Mahomes. And obviously when you have two big, big time quarterbacks playing against each other, you know, that's your headline. But if you just go look at how well the Bills defense played and how well they were coached, and it was just kind of like a flawless win. Um, they had the game under control on the road the whole game. Um, and it was just fun to watch. And it was something that I was like, oh, man, we got action. We got action here, so it's uh, it was cool, and um, you know, you you just you just keep going, you just keep watching, and you keep cheering them on because it's uh, it's fun. They play. I think I'm gonna try to go to. The, they come to Florida twice. They play mm-hmm. the Jags and, and then the Bucks. I think I'm gonna go at least try to go to the uh, the one in Tampa. Um, I'll probably go to the one in Jacksonville too. I was gonna I think say. <laughs> by the way, that's gonna be an easier one to get tickets to. The Tampa yeah. one, I ain't so sure. You're going to have to pay part of your uh, last year of arbitration money. <laughs> that, but, I mean, anytime you come watch the GOAT, you're watching the GOAT, right? So it's uh, it'll be worth it. Worth, worth the price of admission for sure. Had the Bills made it to the Super Bowl a season ago in Tampa, were you going to call me and ask for tickets? Yeah, you. Yeah, I was going. And it was, it was because of you. So um, 100%. If they made it, I had to go. Um, and it's it doubles down for this year too. If they make it to the Super Bowl, I'm, I don't care where it's being played. I'm going to figure out a way to get there. Just because, oh. not only would it be cool for me to watch, but it, it, it's so the Buffalo Bills. What it is, it's every Sunday. My whole entire family watches it. You know, my grandma up in Niagara Falls watches it. Everybody down here watches it. And if we're not together, we watch it separately. And then, you know, come Monday, we all talk about it. Right? That's what football is um, mm-hmm. for us as a family. And it, it'll be cool that. It'll be cool to um, if they did make it to the Super Bowl to go watch because that's what that's what you're supposed to do, and um, it, it'd be something it'd, it'd be something fun for sure. You said you don't know where the Super Bowl is. Well, it's is it in Vegas? 
No. Do you know where I live? It's in Cleveland. No, I'm no, it's Cleveland. in L.A. Oh, yeah, it's in L.A. Yeah, it's, it's in, in L.A. LA. So, yeah, that new stadium, I, that'd be I, cool. I've got your tickets and I've got a room reserved at, at uh, Casa de Rose. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But if I'm coming, that means the whole Winker, the whole Winker clan is oh. coming. So you're <laughs> you're oh. going to need like a whole Casa de Rose. Oh, man. If so, okay, if, if the entire Winker family, who is the person I'm going to love the most? And who's the one I'm going to want to kick out after about 24 hours? All right. You're probably going to want to kick me out after the first hour, no doubt, maybe for <laughs> two hours. Um, so I'm out. The person you're going to love the most. Hmm. I'm going to, man. Probably I'm going to say my mom and my dad, I'm going to just throw, you know, throw them together. Um, they're just so funny. They've cracked me up. Um, they'd make you laugh too. So it's funny to watch the Bills game with my dad. That's oh. all I'm gonna say. So my dad might might jump ahead of my mom just because him in a playoff Bills game is pretty funny. Um, yeah. And I'm just gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it at that. Okay. Fair. What's your first Bills memory, by the way? First Bills memory. I mean, do you remember the Music City Miracle, or were you too young? I was born in '93, so I think I was really too young, but. I don't know. I always remember getting Jim Kelly jerseys and, and T-shirts. And um, so probably something along those lines. I, my parents had a Jim Kelly signed football. And I just remember always seeing that as a kid. So probably that, that they had a Jim Kelly signed football. And, um, you know, obviously Jim Kelly's a Hall of Famer, but what he means to the city of Buffalo is, mm-hmm. is even more. So I really, I'm, I'm bummed. I didn't, you know, my good years weren't watching Jim Kelly play football, but um you know, I just, that's the cool part about sports. You get to hear stories, you get to watch highlights and you get to see old, old video of him. And, and you just know how great of a quarterback he was. All right. Last thing. And then we'll move on to, to a bit more baseball talk. Um, I know that in September on Sundays, a lot of guys are not in the dugout. They are checking the football. They are checking their fantasy teams. They are checking their bets. They're checking everything else. When the Reds fell out of contention, did you dip inside the clubhouse? I know you were banged up down the stretch and give a peek on the Bills first few games. Uh, to be honest with you, no, not really. I mean, actually, I'm trying to think. We got knocked out in Chicago, and that was only really like five games. Five, it, was, it was five games ago. I don't remember what day of the week it was, but when, when they lost to the Steelers, I really didn't pay attention to it. And then you didn't I mean, miss much. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I, I think, um, I think I may have checked like real early or like if I was in the training room doing some treatment, obviously, you know, if I had my phone on me, I'd pull up my phone and check a score. Got it. Um, but I wasn't following or watching by any means. I, I thought the app was going to work on my phone to be able to watch from my phone, but, or like a TV at home, it didn't work. So I was just catching scores at the end and I was like, you know what, I'll, um, I'll watch him when it's time to watch him. That's it. Yeah. No, well, the first few games after that Pittsburgh debacle, you're all good. You blanked Miami. You took care of Washington. It, there was some ugly football play by the other team. So whatever. Yeah. Your attention, please. Batting leadoff for the LA Dodgers is lawnmower 4.0 from our friends at Manscaped. Yeah, this is a fourth generation trimmer. It's going to help you dodge your hairy situation south of the equator. 
much like the Baltimore Orioles dodged the win column in 2021. I kid because I care. Anyway, the performance package 4.0 is Manscaped fastball right down the middle, takes care of all of your grooming needs, and it's waterproof as well. We got all sorts of stuff, including an ear and nose hair trimmer, which I really need, uh, formulations and two free gifts. You got a shed travel bag. You also get the Manscaped boxer briefs, which Michelle Rose loves, by the way. You also have a crop preserver ball deodorant, a crop reviver ball toner. It's meant to keep you smelling fresh and keep you nice and clean. So once again, it's the Lawnmower 4.0, and here's the greatest deal of all. You get 20% off and free shipping when you use the code word ROSE at manscaped.com. I'm going to repeat that again. You get 20% off and free shipping when you use the code word ROSE at manscaped.com. It's the postseason. Clean yourself up for yourself and that someone special in your life. You had a really amazing year. You had an all-star year. Unfortunately, you got banged up and it really kind of derailed the last two months of your season. But one thing that stuck out was your relationship with the Mets fans continued to just blossom. Did you ever get the sign when you threw that kid the ball? You know, the one that said Jesse Winker's a bitch. I didn't. I did not get the sign. Um, Unfortunate because I really wanted the sign. I ended up, you know, for the rest of the year, I came out and I said, like, you know, I'm collecting signs. And I actually had a couple from earlier in the year. I just, I just kind of got them leaving the ballpark. Um, and I, I ended up getting some, uh, some really cool signs. There were some creative signs. So I, I appreciate everybody. Um, it was fun, but that was the ultimate, that was the sign I wanted. And I, I wanted the most and I didn't get it. Um, I was thinking about putting it in a frame and putting it in my house somewhere because I just thought it was so cool creative too like let's talk about the creativity the jesse winker is a bitch um like so creative uh and um shout out to uh shout out to that that kid i don't want to say kid and him not be a kid but i believe he was a kid so shout out to him (laughs) if 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 said kid is watching somehow we've got to get we've got to make this happen you know get us here at the rose rotation we will act as the intermediary to get Jesse Winker the sign. When you first turn around and you see the sign that says Jesse Winker is a straight up bitch, did you have to do a double take? I did. And I was, it made, honestly, it made me smile. Um, it made me laugh. I thought it was great. Um, I loved it. I, uh, I just thought it was, it was hilarious. Um, and I think I want to say a, a security guard took it or maybe ripped it up because I, I don't know. Like, I mean, when somebody, first off, you can't really hear when you're playing in city field, they had so many fans there. It was the, it was their first game, I think wearing the black uniforms and, and um, they were just packed there. And uh, so they couldn't hear me from left field saying, I want your sign. They could just probably see that I was pointing. And I think a security guard came and either took it or ripped it up or whatever. But um, I wanted to make sure I got him the ball and told him like, you know, I thought it was funny. And, um, you know, I was happy to see that place packed and see fans back because, you know, the year before having nobody in the stands, um, it just stunk. So having them back and having them rowdy and having them, you know, cheer on their team, it it was fun. And I was happy that, uh, you know, um, I was happy that (laughs) I was happy that he brought the sign because it it made me laugh. It was, it was good. So we've had a bunch of your Reds teammates on this year, including, uh, 
likely National League Rookie of the Year, Jonathan India. And so he talked a little bit about uh, your personality when you are playing the field. Here we go. He loves to talk out there. He's always <laughs> messing with fans out there. He you can hear him? He, yeah, I hear him. Oh, my God. I mean, he's yelling from left field to us, just saying stuff. He's always yelling our names. And I'm the only one that really hears him. You know, Farmer doesn't hear him. Suarez doesn't turn around. Like, Joe sometimes actually looks out here to mess with him, like saying stuff. But Wink, you know, Wink, he's an energetic, fun, awesome person, you know, and he loves to have fun during the game. So, you know, I love it. And it's funny as hell when he's doing stuff out there. He's messing with the fans always. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say. Um, Yeah. I, uh, I, I enjoy left field. Left field's fun. Um, I really enjoy playing left field in Cincinnati. Um, you want to talk about cities supporting teams and players that that city, you know, they love their reds and we, and we're very appreciative of them, but yeah. Um, John's awesome too, man. John just had an outstanding year. And like you said, he's, a uh, He's my vote for rookie of the year. You know, he did it all year on both sides of the ball. It was so much fun to watch. Kid's an absolute stud, man. And yeah, it was it was fun playing him playing with him this year. It was uh it was a good time for sure. I want to get back to the talking stuff though. Like how frequently are you chatting with fans out there? And what what are you saying? What what's what goes on? I I I don't know. It's uh you know, there's moments in the game where you can hear them and then there's moments that that there's not, you know, um there, if, if there's like a something funny said, um, I'll give them like a thumbs up or something like, yeah, that was good. Um, if there's a good sign, I like to give them credit, but you know, you can't acknowledge everything, it's impossible. You know, if you know, you try to flip a ball to a kid, um, and you just before every game, I like to go out and just say, like, what's up to all the fans, um, you know, wave to them, and you know, it's kind of just like a you know, I don't know, you know, thanks. Uh, home fans. Let me just say home fans. Right. Um, I like to go out to our home fans and say hello. Um, you know, just thank them for coming. You know, they're coming out to support their team, and we appreciate that. And it's just, it's just, an, it's a little left field section, but um, you know, they're very supportive and they get loud, and, and and we appreciate that. So I imagine you are there times you get bored in the outfield and you're talking to yourself. I mean, if if India is saying you're always talking, you I'm ta- you prob- must be talking I'm prob- to yourself. I'm probably singing a song. I'm probably singing a song. Yes, I, I do talk to the infield. I do shout, like, I'll just shout John, John or Farmer or Gino. Um, he, like he said, those guys do ignore me. So usually John's the one looking over. And um, I don't know, Chris, I don't know what, I'll, what I'm saying sometimes. Maybe I'm yelling out, like, a rap song lyric or something. And, and, and John probably can't hear me, so he probably just nods to make me feel good, um, honestly. And then... <laughs> <laughs> it's probably some rap song or some song. I'm probably singing something. Um, and that's, and that's that. Hey, we all want something out of life and we want to help others in the process. I've got the perfect combination for you. It's called charity buzz. It's the premier online marketplace for cause. It's hosting a philanthropic trading card auction featuring highly coveted baseball, not to mention basketball cards as well. So all you have to do head to cards.charitybuzz.com to explore the auction and bid on all the rare cards up for auction. That includes a Topps 1952 Mickey Mantle rookie card, 
with a PSA grade eight. I'm going to repeat that again. 1952 Topps Mickey Mantle rookie card with a PSA grade of eight. That is big time stuff, folks. Now, all the funds raised will actually benefit at-risk youth through the Inspiring Children Foundation auction. It'll be live on Thursday, October 28th. So if you're an avid card collector who also wants your money to go out to a good cause, this is the perfect place for you. And if you just recently got into the hobby, you're interested in current players, that's cool too. They've got Aaron Judge and Shohei Otani rookie cards as well. So once again, visit cards.charitybuzz.com. You can also follow them at Charity Buzz on all major social media platforms on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as well. Everybody that's come on this show from the Reds, India, Castellanos, everybody's got a Joey Votto story. What's yours? Um, man. Like, do you remember the first time you met him when you were a big time prospect? And here's the MVP, all that sort of stuff. I mean, he's like the most interesting man on the planet. Yeah, no, um, I'm trying to think of one. Um, man, I, I, I've seen him like call homers and do it, um, which is which is amazing. You know, it's the highest level of baseball, and he's just able to to call homer and, and go do it. It's pretty cool. Um, I don't know if I have one story though. Um, he's a great dude. He's a great teammate. Um, I've learned a ton, a ton from him over the years. So, um, on and off the field. So thankful for that for sure. And he, he's awesome, man. He, he just had an outstanding year. He hit 36 homers. Um, it was fun to watch, man. That guy, that guy can hit and he's always been able to hit. So it's, uh, it's fun to watch. You know, one thing I loved about your season was when you found out you made the all-star team and you let the emotions flow. You were, uh, you were teary talking about it. Um, retrospectively, how much, how much did it mean once you were out in Colorado? Did you, were you able to kind of take a deep breath and appreciate the moment? I was, I was, you know, it's, it's probably the first time you know, you're playing a baseball game and, and everything that happens, it just didn't matter. You know, whether you got a hit or hit a homer, cool icing on the cake, but, you know, just being there and obviously starting in it, it, it was, it was big for me personally, but it was also really big for my family. Um, it was just kind of, we were all together and it was just something that, you know, there was a lot of hard work that went into me being a baseball player, me getting to into, into chasing this dream and, um, having everybody there, um, uh, that really had like that were my closest family members that had like the biggest impact throughout my, my life. Um, it was huge. And, um, it was awesome. It was, it was something that it'll, it's one of my, like, from like a personal achievement standpoint, it's obviously very close to the top of the list right now. And, um, it was just something that we'll always remember. And it was just cool being able, like my, my daughter was there and, um, it was just cool having my whole entire family there and, and they were happy. And, um, and I can see that. And it was just really, really cool to, to, it was just really cool to be a part of. And, um, it was fun, man. I, it's kind of, it's still something that like looking back on it, it was just like, wow, like, you know, it was, it was something that I always wanted to do as a baseball player and, and achieving that was really cool. And, um, you know, I said it then and I'll say it now, if I ever, you know, if I get the opportunity to go back to more, it's something that, 
um, I'll always go to and, and, and lace them up and, and hearing your name called at the, at the all-star game. It was just, it was just amazing. So um, I had a really good time with it. Yeah. You know, we don't see, we see the, the two for four nights. We see the O for four nights, whatever. We don't see the grind. We don't see mom and dad driving you to and from practice like a lot of parents do, you know, and sure. very, very small group get to realize their dreams. So when you get to reach the pinnacle of your sport, I thought it was wonderful that you showed all the emotions and let it flow. Was it, you were a first round pick, weren't you? Yeah. Um, first round supplementary pick 49th overall. Yeah. Um, 2012 so, draft. <laughs> so, uh, I think that was the Correa draft, right? It was, it yeah. went Correa then Buxton. Yeah. So, you know, when you're picked that high, you're supposed to make it, but was there ever a time in the minor leagues where you're like, shit, I don't know if this is going to happen. Oh, of course. I, you know, I had a little streak of bad luck. So I got in a car accident in, in 2014. Um, I was just called up to double A in Pensacola and I got in a car accident. Um, it just kind of ended my season. Then I went back to the fall league and then went back to Pensacola, played the whole year there in 15 and then 16 and 17. I was in triple A in 17. I got called up. And, um, but really 2016 where I, uh, I had like, by like number standards, I had like a good year, but I wasn't really driving the ball. I didn't feel really good. Um, and you know, there's always challenges along the way. And then it's, um, I just felt like that at that point, you know, there was people saying I I wasn't going to hit for power and, you know, you're 22, 23 years old and, um, you're still learning a lot about your swing, about yourself, about pitchers, about this and about that. And I just felt, you know, um, a lot of pressure for hitting for power. And I think, um, you know, I don't know, part of the, I think part of the emotion came from like, uh, you know, my first full season, I was part of a four man outfield rotation. And then, there was one point for like a couple of days I was, I was deemed like I was going to be coming off the bench. And then, um, in 19, I was kind of in a, in a platoon role. And then in 2020, a similar role at the beginning. And then I got some playing time as a DH. And I just think, you know, I, I just felt that I finally, um, I was playing left field and, and I was playing, I, I was playing from what I thought I was playing well and I, I felt good about it. So I just think the emotion came, came out then. And, um, you know, and then, thinking about everything it took from my parents and my brothers to help, you know, get me to this stage, it all kind of hits you fast. And, um, you know, you're, you're thinking about drives you made to, uh, to East Cobb and, and perfect game showcases and this and that, and everything just kind of hits you, man. And so I cried and it was something that, you know, I, uh, I was just really thankful for all the people that it took to, to get me to that moment. And, um, cause it's, I think they say this about parenting. It takes a village. And I think you could say the same thing. You know, it took, it took a lot of important people in my life to um, to help me get to that stage. So I was thankful for them. That's awesome. Hey guys, producer Rob here wanting to let you know another week of the NFL season means another shot to win big at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. The last 0-0 tie in the NFL was in 1943. So I'd say this is a no-brainer. Take Jesse Winker's bills. 
It's that simple. They score 50 points a game. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with the DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code ROSE. Throw down $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code ROSE this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 years or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit and a $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Do you remember the day you got called up? I do. I do remember the day it was in April and we played the Brewers and um, I struck out and I remember being in the on deck circle and looking and seeing my, my parents. And I remember seeing my mom was crying. Um, it was just, you know, it was a really cool thing. It was cool that there's been little, um, little things that have happened to me along my career, like in my career that my family's been there for uh, my first three home run game uh, this past season in Cincinnati. Uh, my whole family was there for that. My grandma came down, my uncle came down and my daughter was there. It was her birthday weekend. It was, uh, it was fun, man. It was cool. Just like, what are the chances that it happens on that, on that weekend and that everybody's there for her birthday. So, um, it was cool. It was, uh, there, and obviously, you know, my family was there for my first hit and there was just cool little things along the way that they've been a part of that. It's, it's been cool. Anybody there for your first uh, big league home run against Jamison Tyone? By the way, the video of young, fresh prospect Jesse Winker is amazing. Beardless. Nobody was there. Nobody was there for that. Um, it was just me in Pittsburgh. And uh, Dude, look at that face. I know. I'm watching it right now. <laughs> Beardless. Um, yeah, nobody, nobody was there for that, but um, – you know, my, everybody in my family works. So it, for all of them to be, for all of them to be able to take off work and, and, and line up coming to see my, my daughter on her birthday was really cool. And then, you know, they all kind of come like my, uh, my mom, my dad, and my brothers, they'll come like periodically through the season. Um, very rarely is it all together. Um, so it's cool. Like they'll, they'll all kind of make their stops and, and, and spend some time in Cincinnati with me. So it's cool. I appreciate it. Yeah, there's a lot of wink show coming through. I get it. By the way, where's that ball? Where's that ball? What ball? The home run ball, dude. My first home run ball? Yeah. Oh, it's uh it's at my I think my I think I think old man Winker has it. Now that I think about it. I think Mr. Winker. My, yeah, old my dad has it. So oh he's actually FaceTiming me right now. Oh look at, well, to look tell at pops that. we're busy. Come yeah, on, old man to, Winker, go yeah. stare at that baseball instead. <laughs> Let Rose have a little time with your kid. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. he uh, he just FaceTimed me. That's funny. Um, but yeah, my dad has it for sure. Good. All right, uh, you ready to break down the NLCS a little bit? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, good series. Second straight year we got Dodgers Braves. It's bizarre because the Dodgers who won 106 regular season games including a, and then a, a dramatic 3-2 series win over San Francisco, which was unreal baseball. They're actually the road team, even though the Braves won 18 fewer games. So they're going to start out games one and two on the road. Um, you faced both staffs about the same, not a ton in your career with each of these pitchers. 
Who do you give the pitching edge to right oh, now? Oh, man. Oh, right now? Who's going game one? I know well, it's, it's it probably matter, it's probably going to be Max Freed for the Braves. Okay. And then the Dodgers, you know, because they used Scherzer to close out game five because Bueller pitched game four and because Urias pitched game five and because there's no Kershaw, my guess is they're going to go either Gonsolin or an opener. At the time we're taping this right now, we don't know for sure. But that's probably the direction they'll go. Then they'll have Bueller on full rest for game two, and then they'll be able to figure it out from there. Right. That, that probably makes the most sense. It's tough, man. Um, which staff? I mean, they're both outstanding pitching staffs, right? I mean, they're both outstanding teams. It's hard to pick one. Um, so who am I going to give the edge to? I guess – Man, I guess I guess you have to you kind of have to go Dodgers, especially at full strength. Dodgers for sure. You know, I know I don't know if Kershaw is pitching. No, he's um, done. Like, yeah, so he, full strength Dodgers. I'm I'm just gonna go Dodgers. You know, you got Bueller, Scherzer, Urias. Um, their bullpen's strong, super solid bullpen. Um, you know, the Braves have an outstanding pitching staff too. They have an electric bullpen as well. So it's it's tough to pick one. You're kind of putting me in a bad spot with that, but I, I think I'm going to give the Dodgers, you know, pitching staff the edge. Is there one guy on either staff that that you have faced, even if it's just one or two times, where you're like, God, just nasty shit? Like as a fan, if we ever stood in a batter's box, you'd be like, oh My God, this is ridiculous. Is it a Blake Trinan? Is it a Max Freed? Is it somebody else that we're not thinking about? I mean, Freed, Freed's, Freed's a, a very, very tough matchup. So from the brave side, I'm going to give it to Freed. You know, the curveball, you know, he throws hard. He locates. Um, he's a good competitor. Um, and then on the Dodgers side, I think, I think you have to give it to Scherzer, right? It's just like that guy, ultimate competitor. Um, he's just nasty, man. He's just nasty. <laughs> do, do you get thrown off with, his, with the eyes? at all do you notice that no i i i to be honest with you i don't okay. <laughs> um, um when we when he was in when he was in dc you would notice it because uh they have that billboard that has the two different eyes <laughs> um but no you know you, you know as a hitter you're more worried about what what he's going to be coming after you with I, you know I don't want to downplay his eyes but i'm not really thinking about that in the box <laughs> at that moment i'm like you know it's you know, it's, it's do or die. It's, you know, it's, it's competition. So the eyes are kind of on the back burner. Got it. Yeah. He's, he's freakish, man. I've had a lot of teammates tell me, and I've, I've known him for a long time. He is, uh, he's a nut job, but in a good way, I want to talk about. <laughs> is this yeah. yesterday? Yeah, this is him again. And this is what he does after the wild card That's, game. And then after game five, he's doing the 37 year old shirtless thing. That's awesome. No, he's awesome, man. I mean, hall of famer. Um, yeah. Like I said, he, uh, I haven't, I haven't been able to, um, to really like, I've only, I think I've faced him two or three times and every, I, I don't know if I, if I've really had any, you know, productive at bats against him. I think maybe a walk. Um, but he's kind of, um, he's kind of, to be honest with you, he just carved, he's carved me up, um, since I faced him in, in 2018 on. So, you know, he's just like I said, he's an outstanding pitcher, and you know he's a Hall of Fame talent. So I'm going to give him the uh, the guy that if you were standing in the box, you'd be like, oh, wow. <laughs> uh, oh, do you want to know or not? Yeah, I mean, hit me. It's 
It's all good. <laughs> Over seven four Ks. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> I don't know if there is actually. <laughs> Gotta be honest with you. Maybe no, not. I mean, maybe not. Hey, but you do have you got two bombs off of Walker Bueller, including first pitch of the game this year. Yeah, I mean he's he's a stud too. You know he's a he's an outstanding pitcher. You know, very tough matchup for everybody. Um, and that you know that's why I give them the edge because it's like they have the starting pitching, they have the bullpen coming in behind them. They're they're just you know they're they're a very good baseball team and they're a very tough team to beat. And uh, like you said, that Giants Dodger series was one, one for the books, man. That was a, that was a fun one to watch. And, um, you know, I think what, how many games did the, did the Dodgers win? One Oh, during the regular season, one Oh six, the Giants won one Oh seven. Right. So the, the Dodgers have won 110 baseball games at this yes. point. It's just, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. You know, they're just a really good team. And, um, you know, it was a it was a fun series to watch, and uh, this NLCS is going to be a fun one to watch too. All right, so what about the lineups? You've got the Braves, where the entire infield had at least twenty seven homers each. Uh, the Dodgers, you know, you look at that vaunted lineup, but at times they really struggled to score some runs. I would say the biggest difference is that Mookie Betts seems to be back in peak form. I mean, he's a guy that can change a series on so many fronts, don't you think? Yeah. Um, he's an MVP and, uh, you know, he's like you said, he could change the game on offense, change it on defense. He's a, you know, he's, he's an awesome baseball player. He's a, he's an absolute stud. He can hit. He's probably, I think he is the best defensive right fielder in baseball. Um, and, uh, having that guy on your team, it just, you know, he does so much. Oh, and the base running. You know, I forgot about the base running plays he made in the World Series last year. Was it the World Series or mm-hmm. maybe it was the NLCS? Maybe it was both, both last yeah. year. I, I forgot. Um, he made some outstanding plays on the bases, you know. And his career just speaks for itself at this point. And it's just, you know, having that guy on your team, you know, I would have, you know, you're always in it. So if we're if we're having a, a, a fantasy baseball draft, just – like you, all the position players are available. He's going one, right? Based on who he is between these teams, between these two teams. Oh, between these two teams. Um, as they stand right now. Yeah. Like no Acuna. Um, yeah. Ooh, wait, Acuna's going ahead of him when healthy, huh? I, I don't. Man, that's tough. I mean. I don't think you'd tough. be wrong. It's I, I don't think I don't think anybody's wrong. it's just an opinion based thing at this point. Right. Like yeah, there's so many. It's fun. There's so, so let's go. You're so not going to hurt anybody's feelings. The, there's so many guys on both these teams that you could technically put one. Right. Like Freddie Freeman's another one like that guy. You know, Freddie Freeman's. One of the best hitters in baseball, one of the best hitters in baseball history. You know, he's, well, let me uh, stop you there. Were you amazed when he took hater deep to win that series? Yeah, man, that was a. That was an unbelievable swing um, against Hader, who's one of the most dominant closers um, in baseball right now. Probably the best bullpen arm in baseball right now. Who, you know, that guy left on left, it's it's impossible. And um, I, I would assume when he faces righties, it's not that much easier anyway. So, uh, you know, to see Freeman hit that homer, that was unbelievable. Okay, so it's like. Although Cunha's not playing, it's like probably Mookie, 
Then it's Freeman. Then who? Trey Turner? Yeah. Trey Turner, Seeger. Um, I want to know who the next <clears throat> the next Brave is on the position. Is it Ozzy Albies? Is it Austin Riley? Ozzy's solid. Like, Ozzy's outstanding. I think Ozzy and then Riley. Man, this is hard. Yeah. I didn't know this was going to be this hard. I didn't, a lot I didn't of good, agree to this. this is a, there's a lot of good baseball players, man. This is what yeah. makes it fun. People want to know what makes these guys great. Like, when you're watching them play, you're like, Jesus, he's really, really good. I just think both teams are loaded with talent. You know, um, I think Jock Jock's had some big homers for the Braves so far. Um, you must appreciate his pimpness, man. Dude is wearing pearls on the field. Yeah, I uh, I've gotten to know him a little more uh, through Farmer, and uh, he's a, he's a good dude, man. He's a cool he's a cool dude, and uh, and he's taking some great swings, man. He looks, you know, he's that that ball he hit the three run homer that he I think that was his most recent homer. He absolutely killed that ball. So um, he's got a good swing, man. He's a good player, really good player. Um, yeah, but both those teams are filled with them. They're filled with good players. It's going to be a great series. It's probably going to go seven games. Um, and then, uh, on the other side, it's Astros Red Sox, right? It is. Uh, Um, so that should be a great series as well. You know, it's, uh, for people that really enjoy baseball, I think, you know, you're obviously getting the, the four best teams and, um, it should be, it should be good baseball. All right. I'm going to ask you the question I've asked every other active major leaguer now that we've hit the playoffs. Do you think most current players are rooting against the Astros because of what happened in 2017? Or have you personally moved on? Oh, I've I've definitely moved on. I think I think everybody I don't want to speak for everybody and how they mm-hmm. should feel about things. I don't think that's fair of me to do, but I would encourage moving on. You know, those guys uh just you know it, it was what four years ago now. Like, yeah. I would just let it go. Like, they're those guys are they're a great team. Um, you know, it's from top down. You know, I have a great manager, and it and it all you know it all goes down. And it, it, it starts with the manager, and they're just a great team around them. And uh, yeah, I've I've moved on from it. I know I I know a few guys over there. Um, grew up playing baseball against Lance McCullers, and you know I the stuff that came out, you know, for me, I didn't play them in 2017. So it was really no hard feelings for me anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, I was just getting called up, getting my, you know, getting my feet wet. Um, But I know, I know I've known some of those guys for, you know, before we even were in the major league. So I I moved on from it pretty quick. Um, And you just, it's, yeah. I, I just think I encourage people to do the same. Like it's, it's, it's been four years now. Like, come on. I think a lot of people have trouble moving on because the players weren't penalized. The manager, the GM, the bench coach were all penalized. The players were not. And I think it's interesting because it, it, it's kind of a split. There's some active players who are like, yeah, I still, I will look to look at them differently from here on out. And you're one of the guys who said, I, I don't. It's just really interesting. Yeah, it's overall. just, you know, I it's just hard, right? It's just it's um you know, I'm sure some of the guys that it was affect, it affected them 
by playing against them or, you know, if it, whatever was happening, I'm sure they would feel a different kind of way. But for me, I'm just looking at it from a standpoint that it was, it was four years ago. Right. Um, like they, you know, you feeling a certain kind of way doesn't really bother them. Obviously, you know, they're, they're still a really good team. And, you know, it was just something that, you know, I understand the next year if guys felt a certain kind of way about it, but, you know, now with the, with this time, there's a, such a, a layoff between when it happened and now that if you're still kind of hanging your hat on that, I don't think it bothers them anyway. Um, and doesn't bother me. Like I've moved on from it. And like I said, it didn't take me a while to move on from it anyway. Give me a, uh, a world series prediction. We're down to four. Who's playing in the fall classic. Oh man. Astros. I'm going to go Astros Dodgers. That's my, that's my prediction. Well, um, now, now, now we're on to something. A rematch of 2017 when it all went down. That'd be good for baseball. I got to be honest with you. Oh, that's yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. It's funny, Chris, you caught me right now. I'm, I, uh, I, I've been paying attention. Like I've watched some playoff games. I've been paying attention to it, but I've really had, I've just had a lot of other stuff going on, you know, getting stuff organized at my house. Like I said, I'm bringing my daughter home. So I haven't really been paying too close of attention. Um, but I have been paying attention on Sundays. So I, uh, I forgot that 2017 it was Astros doctors. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Hey, listen, dude, you're allowed to decompress when you, when you go full bore from February all the way till early October, you're allowed to decompress a little bit, you know. I appreciate that. I appreciate you giving me the uh, giving me the go ahead to decompress too. I'm, I'm not. A lot. I'm not giving you the go ahead. You had the go ahead. I'm just saying that <laughs> some people are like, "Well, wait a second. You're still not watching." <laughs> There's a lot of baseball players that just get away, and I'll see you in February, man. I'm out. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. But it's um, I have definitely been paying attention to it. Um, it's been, it's been a. Uh, it's been fun to watch. Actually, me and my brothers, we went to uh, one of the Rays Red Sox games down in Tampa. You did? Um, yeah. And then we went to the casino after. We went for like cool. seven innings. Then we went to the casino and we played some, uh, we played some blackjack. How'd you do? I lost, lost that night. But uh, my, one of my brothers lives in Tampa and it was just cool. He, um, that whole, the whole city of Tampa, um, you know, between the Bucks, the Lightning, and the Rays, they got they got something good going on there. My brother lives down there, and um, it was cool to just be able to to go to a game and and grab a beer and watch a few innings, and then go to the casino. So that was. By uh, the way, does it does it look easier from the stands? To be honest with you, I um, I haven't been into the Trop since 2017. Is the last? Wait, did we play there? Yeah, 17. And um, haven't been there since then, but I've never sat in the stands in the trap. The only I was I was always on the field. Like in high school, we went and played right. games there or whatever. Um, and we we weren't that close, so to be honest with you, it was kind of hard to. Uh, I just felt very far away from the action, so uh, <laughs> I just felt so far away. Um, and it felt obviously you're inside, so it just felt really dark in there. Yeah. Um, but no, baseball is not an easy game by any means. Even sitting in the stands, you still have the appreciation for how hard this game is. And, uh, you know, guys are throwing 97, 98. It doesn't look any slower from the stands. Got it. 
All right, I'm going to let you uh, get ready for your trip back home. But before we do that, as we do with every guest here on the Chris Rose Rotation, we get to spin the wheel of moderately interesting things. So it's going to land on a category. Just tell us the story. You like the, you like the name, the wheel of moderately interesting things. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, this, that's that's too easy for you. What is it? What is it? Only fans. Oh, yeah. Keep your mind checked, by the way, brother. Yeah. It's not what you're thinking. It's yeah. you know who are well, you? You put the label to? down. You put the label down, not me. That's, so you you left it up for interpretation. I I was just like just laughing. Can I tell you that that came from my wife Michelle Rose, by the way. Clever, but not only only fans on the 69th episode. So it's like pretty epic <laughs> that that was the that was the thing. But <laughs> spin it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to spin it again because it's all about you know who you're a big fan of, what sports team, but we've already covered the Buffalo Bills stuff. So I'm going to go with, uh, ooh, this will be good for you. I'm moving it one back to fasting, which is when you're hammered at night, the fast food joint you need to drive through. Oh, man. Probably Taco Bell. Probably. Oh, don't sleep on a good Big Mac, though. Actually, Taco. actually, time out. Waffle House. Oh, 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 you went big. Waffle House. That, yeah, Waffle House is an all-time, all-timer. And um, they're always there for you, you know? Um, yeah, Waffle You've House. been there at 2 a.m.? I've been there at 2 a.m. before, for sure. Do you go with a standard uh, chicken and waffles or do you kind of go off the board or what do we do? I think, I think it's like a grand slam or something that I get from Waffle House. I think that's what it's called. I think that's Denny's, uh, but yeah, I think you're in the right neighborhood. Wait, no, Waffle House has something. Let me, let me fact check this. Can you still hear me? Yeah, yeah, this is great because everybody can see at home how your label on your Zoom is Wink Show, which is... <laughs> It's the most pro thing ever, by the way. I still haven't been. Yeah, you know what? I'm just going to embrace it. I've tried to get rid of it, and it just just stays. It stays up there. (laughs) Don't you dare change that. In fact, you know what? I would love for you to put Wink Show on. Is that your uh, player's nickname? Oh, Uh, it's the All-Star Special. That's what it's called. The All-Star Special. Special. What's in that? Is that just like everything? Eggs, bacon, pancakes? Wow, you're going to read it. Okay. Yeah, so the ultimate in breakfast that value that hold on the ultimate in breakfast that balances value and taste. The variety of options makes this go, makes this the go to choice to make you an all star at work, home, or play. Oh, yeah. So we got two scrambled eggs with toast and jelly. Choice of grits, hash browns, or sliced tomatoes. A waffle and your choice of bacon, sausage, or city ham. Okay. By the way. Um, Waffle House is now taking credit for your all-star season since in the description, it said it'll make you an all-star at work. I, I don't think one all-star season, um, fits the bill. I think, mm-hmm. you know, it has to be, you have to kind of repeat that to get anything to, but if that's the thing, then I agree with you. I think it's something that there needs to be more of for it to kind of stick, you know, Oof, look at that. That just looks tasty. Solid. I, I like how they have the syrup perfectly drizzled on the waffle. Yeah, because that's the way it always comes out of the jar. Right. Yeah, it, I mean, that's like a perfect 
perfect breakfast right there. If you were to draw up perfect breakfasts, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a look, little secret. looking, looking, obviously it's not healthy, but, um, looks the part. I did a commercial shoot for a food place. This must've been 15 years ago. It was ridiculous. Whatever, the, what they pay you for. And I'm, I'm like a D lister. And I got paid a ridiculous amount of money to do a three-day commercial shoot, but it was for a food place. They have a food specialist who is there to strictly make the food look as presentable and tasty as possible. She comes up to me. She goes, listen to me, young man, do not. And I'm going to repeat, you do not eat this. And I was like, but it looks great. She's like, I have put so much glue inside of all this food to keep it perfectly wrapped. If you put that in your mouth, we're going to have to send you to the hospital. And I was like, so when you see all this stuff perfectly laid out in a commercial or in it's a print ad or on the internet or wherever it is, just remember that's syrup. Keep that in mind. Yeah. That's probably rubber cement. Yeah. That's disappointing because I was hope you know, the, uh, I was hoping that they were, uh, they just happened to capture the perfect breakfast one day at Waffle House at some restaurant that they're like, Oh, you nailed it. We need this one, but uh, yeah, that's unrealistic, huh? Yeah, it is. But listen, my friend, it was great catching up. I appreciate the time. I really do. Um, keep in touch. We'll be talking Bills and Browns on our texts as we frequently do here in the off season. My team needs to pick it up a little bit. Yours just needs to continue to coast. In that, what was my prediction? Browns Bills AFC title game. Yeah, I'm sticking to it. You know, I was at the Browns-Bills only playoff game in 1990. Do you know this? No, was it in Cleveland? It was in Cleveland, and it was a remarkable game. Go spin it up on YouTube. I don't know how. First of all, uh, Thurman Thomas, I think he caught 13 or 14 passes on us. Clay Matthews, everybody's like, wait, Clay Matthews, the guy that played for the pack? His dad, who, was, who should be in the Hall of Fame, intercepted a Jim Kelly pass with about 10 seconds to go at the goal line, preserving, I believe it was a 35-31 win, I want to say. Epic victory. It was. And, you know, there were so many Bills fans because it's only a a three-and-a-half-hour drive from Buffalo to Cleveland. So was that the AFC title game? It was not. It was the divisional round. And in typical Cleveland fashion, we lost the next week to the Denver Broncos in the AFC championship. There it is. There it is. Yet – don't bring up the name Ronnie Harmon to any Bills fan. Your, your, if your parents are huge Bills fans, don't bring up the Ronnie Harmon game in Cleveland because he dropped what would have been the game-winning touchdown with about 25 seconds to go. And here's Thurman Thomas. This is where we, we just couldn't cover him. Oh, God, I was so pissed. I was at this game, and I was like – I forgot about Thurman Thomas, which is like – I shouldn't what? say it, but I didn't forget about him, but it's like I always mention Jim Kelly, and I forget to mention Thurman Thomas. Like, Thurman Thomas, what a running back. Oh, what Dude, a running your whole back. team, your whole offense running that K gun was yep. absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Andre Reed, Don Beebe. I'm still looking for a Don Beebe uh, jersey. I haven't been able to find one. Maybe somebody from up in Buffalo could send me one. I want a yeah. BB jersey. Well, there's Andre Reed getting a, a catch right in front of Felix Wright. There's number 57, Clay Matthews. But look at you guys. This is the last. We're wa- for those of you that are audio only. We're watching the last 40 seconds of the of the playoffs here. All right. Jim Kelly's going to spike it. There's Michael Dean Perry, number 92 for us on defense. There's the late Browns owner, Art Modell, who of course moved the team to Baltimore and gave Chris Rose his first ever job. Wow. Fun fact. Yeah. Yeah. Not so fun for a lot of Browns fans, but yeah, 
Here we go. 34 seconds to go. Here's Kelly working at downfield. Oh, drop. There's Don Beebe. He gave you your first job? Yeah, I was a ball boy for the Browns when I was 17. Oh, that's oh, pretty cool. God, can we stop Thurman Thomas? All right, here comes the drop by Ronnie Harmon. You might want to look away. In the, in the I, wasn't corner, even alive. I wasn't even alive at this point. This is in the corner of the end zone closest to me. By the way, Nick Saban, the defensive. No, no, that's Bud Carson's staff. My, that's a year early for. Uh, wow, look at, look at no. Nick Saban. No, that's not Saban. That's, uh, that's, that's not Jed. Saban? Uh, what was his name? Jed. That looks like Nick Saban, though. It looks it? exactly like Saban. That's why I got thrown off, but he was on Belichick's staff. Look the at these Ted Buffalo Marcher jackets. Dude, the late Ted Marcher. Bro, there's Frank Reich, the Colts Frank Ford, Reich. Uh, coach. Yep. Greatest comeback in NFL history, Frank Reich. He also, I believe, has the greatest college comeback as well. Yeah, when he was Boston College? No, University no, of Maryland. No, Maryland? Was it mm-hmm. against Boston College? I think it was against Miami. Oh, yeah, I wasn't even close. I don't know why I said I. Oh. Huh. All right, here we go. You ready for Ronnie Harmon to drop it in the end zone? You're going to be pissed. I'm really not going to be pissed, I promise you. We'll, we'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> here it is. Oh, man. That would have won the game with 10 seconds to go. That was a really good throw. It was a great throw. And then here's not as good a throw coming up. Damn, that was a great throw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, sometimes you drop sometimes sometimes you drop the ball. That happens. All right, Clay, let's go. Pick it off, and then I gotta wrap this interview because I gotta get Jesse on his way. Thank you. Wow. What a game though, huh? Dude, I think it was 34-30, actually, not 35-31, if I'm not mistaken. It was four points. Oh God. I was going nuts. I could not believe it. Oh, I can't imagine. Oh, my, my stomach is still turning. Oh. Yeah, I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't even born. No, so. I know. Well, there you go. You just got a little more <laughs> Buffalo Bills history. Yeah, there's some history the Chris right Rose there. rotation. Yeah, I appreciate that. I, you know, it's, I guess the, uh, my, my parents or my dad didn't teach us about anything before the four Super Bowl losses. So he didn't even want to go that far, probably. <laughs> you can, t- you know what? You FaceTime him back since he tried to interrupt our our pleasant conversation. You say well, Ronnie Harmon. Ronnie Harmon. Ronnie Harmon. I'm just gonna say Ronnie Harmon, and I'll text yeah, you. Say, I was his, watching uh, the Cleveland playoff loss, and what happened with Ronnie Harmon, Dad? Why'd you drop that ball? But <laughs> shut up, son. All right, dude. <laughs> Have a great off season. Let's be in touch. All right. Enjoy your daughter. I'm sure you will. And the rest of your family. And enjoy those hard charging Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Nobody circles the wagon. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate you. As Chris Berman likes to say, nobody. I say nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Hey, that's pretty good. What? I'm out of here. <laughs> All right, Wink. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. For our outstanding editor and producer extraordinaire, Robbie Scirocco, I'm Chris Rose. We'll see you next time on the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media.